Welcome back to Trot's Life. Uh, tech support Nims Island's in here. He's like a duck, Nims. He's uh, nice and calm on the outside, and he's paddling like mad below the water here. I can hear Jamie. Can you hear me, Jamie? Just climb in if you can. Oh, got them out, mate. Oh, got, got them, them out, Tobes. Got them out. Nims delivers again. He's uh, put one outside off. He's cut it through between bat and pad, and he's taken out off stump. Brilliant work. Thanks, you, Nims. Now, Jamie, this is really firstly going to pain me to say this, and um, it's hard for me to do it and say it, but I'm going to have to. Uh, January tipster of the month on Betfair was Jamie Cockshut. Back bets, 66, strike rate, 26%, and a profit loss of 28.15 units in the profit margin, as painful as it is me to say this and to talk about it and well well done Jamie well the only reason I got them tips Toby was from you mate you do the form so much on Hobart oh, you do most of the work for me now mate so <coughs> da, so you gotta take a bit of credit yourself da, Toby. Da, da, da. who's that circling oh it might be five star shark at six dollars fifty yeah don't worry you go. got me twice on that horse over the last 12 <laughs> months I think um but yeah, no. When he found the lead and got an easy lead, I was thinking, well, I told "Oh, mate, you don't, you hold. don't you win? Don't I told you, you win?" That it happened. Yeah, I, you know. But yeah, there's a couple of scratchings from the race, and he got he got the lead easier oh, than I first thought. But um, but 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 when he won, I first thing I thought, "Oh, jeez, oh, for a Thursday, won't be able to <laughs> won't be able to shut Toby up." But um, no, you got to give credit where it's due, mate, and good on you. Ah, oh, well, it just shows you know I follow. I've learnt something about Taz Racing. I've learnt a lot actually about Taz Racing over the over the journey. So, anyway, um, you are the tipster of uh, the, that we employ to do this, and your best bet at Carrick. You found one in race one. I'm not sure you found this Franco Promachos for Dean Braun. Uh, well, you, we probably got to get better than banking because despite this being tougher than what it was last week when it won at Hobart. Um, just from the draw, you know, it should be winning again, Toby. You know, dollar thirty, dollar forty, so it's going to be pretty short, to be honest. But it's hard to find the best bet, so I'll stick with him. And then we'll go over to race eight, number six, Gordon's Bay. I'm pretty keen on this horse on Sunday. Um, been close up in stand start races. Back to the mobile. It's got gate speed. Should be able to get across and find the pegs. And from there, I think he'll be winning. So anything above two forty, two fifty, is a good bet. Look, looks a lot easier for him, doesn't it? And his form's pretty good, actually. Yeah, well, he's, he's won two Group 1 races up at Menangle, Toby. Yeah. People are probably not, weary, <laughs> not aware of But, no, he's, he's found his right race. So if he's going to be competitive in the better races coming up, he's got to be winning on a Sunday at Curry, that's for sure. Race. Now, we'll go to the f first of the value runners. Race 3, number 1, Nova Baxter. We see young Grace Jones gracing the track for the first time. That's the daughter of Mark and the sister of Malcolm. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's only about 16, Toby. Nova Baxter drops way back in grade with her claim as well in the mayor's concession. So, won't chuck me at all to see her get a winner at her first drive, and it'd be great to see because she has been around the tracks for for many years helping out people. And um, yeah, just wish her all the best, and I think she can get the job done in race three, number one, over Baxter. Very good. Race ten. Oh, race ten, number seven, our Ruby Rose. I, I'm, I'm just about bankrupt over our <laughs> Ruby Rose, to be honest, Toby. Oh, you've lost. <laughs> How you've lost eighty million on this horse? 
Uh, uh, but, you know, like, um, she's going to win. And if you don't win this week, I'm not going to tip her again. That's the rule I'm telling you. I'm not going to tip her again. But she just keeps finding the right race, but she just doesn't have any luck. And she's drawing inside the second line again, so she's going to need luck again. But um, but if she gets it, you know, she's clearly better than him. But, yeah, you just got to be a little bit wary. But I do think she will get it on on Sunday at um, the last of the day at Carrick, that's for sure. So 3.50 is a good gamble. Race some one at odds? Yeah, a couple odds. Race five, number three, Hellas Boy. Um, he's a nice type. He finished, finished off wheel last time at Carrick. Um, he's going to be about seven fifty-eight dollars, and he's definitely worth a bet at those odds. And then we'll go across to race six, number seven, Kibik. He's, he's an old favourite of mine. Um, bit out of form, but he's drawn the he's drawn to follow the the likely leader, Robbie Three Pegs, at worst. And from there, if they run along, he's going to be a great side at around twenty to one because he does love following the pegs, and um, he's definitely worth a one by two bet in race six. Then we'll go Quaddy. First leg three five, second leg one two six seven eight, third leg four six seven eight ten, last leg six fifty dollars for a hundred percent. Very good. Now I know you don't um, you don't love talking about yourself and your own horses etc. But I probably want to talk about the AP Gold sales on Sunday more from um, a process point of view. So. Lot 102, which was actually the first one through the ring on Sunday, was a tall, dark stranger out of Vouvray Beach, which uh, you presented uh, as a vendor. So I don't think it was sold on the day uh, in the process, but it's come up as sold. So take us through that, Jamie. Oh, yeah, we, we put a couple in the sale, mate, because, you know, I live in Vietnam now, so just, um, and that, and they're the two best bred horses we bred you know, probably in our life, to be honest. And we put them in, yeah, it's the first one of the sale, Toby. So we had a few people come out back after the sale interested, but, you know, it's probably because they wasn't there for the being the first lot. Yeah. <coughs> if you understand. Um, so I'm not sure what the process was, but um, later in the afternoon, young Josh Duggan, you know, who's Monique Burnett's partner, gave me a call and said there's a couple of people here interested in the cult and the filly. Um, we... Really wanted to sell them both, but we sold. We was happy to sell one as well and keep one. Yeah. And yeah, we sold the cult. Um, I think Jane, da- um, someone, Jane Davies, Jane yeah. Davies brought it on behalf of someone. And um, yeah, so definitely going to get every chance, and that's the most important thing, Toby. But yeah, like that's all that happened, mate. So, they just went and had a look at the uh, foal so, after you know, later on in the day. So, so then Josh has just rung you and said, you know. If, as long as it's the reserve price of fifty thousand, for example, you're happy to sell, and you're yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. You know, so that's probably what it, that's what I think it was, Toby. You know, early on there wasn't a lot. You know, a lot of people there. And being the first lot's always harder to sell because you yeah. know people start to build. And yeah, you know, but like it got to it got to fifty thousand. We want did want a little bit more than that, to be honest. Um, but end of the day, you know, was happy to sell one and. And that was the one we decided to sell. And, yeah, so, you know, just wish the um, buyer and um, all the best in the future, mate. And um, hopefully he turns into a good horse and I'll just have to have a few dollars on every time he goes around to um, to keep following him. And lot 119, the Captain Treacherous had a delicious lip. So it still isn't sold, but people can still buy it up to two weeks after the sales. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. You know, she got to fifty thousand as well. We had um, 
my reserve was 60,000 to be honest. Um, you know, she's by Captain Treacherous, and um, yeah, like, um, you know, like we thought about taking the 50, but we decided not to, and um, because stays stay solid with what you know we put on it because she wasn't a cheap foal to be honest because um cost a lot to get us to where she was but you know we'll more than likely race her if she don't sell in the next week um we'll get my leg to break her in and we'll send her to a victorian trainer mate and um she'll more or less um be racing over there and she's good enough she can come over to tasmania and get a bonus in a size stakes races then yeah okay <clears throat> so you keep her you want to race her have you picked out a trainer or uh, are people going to start ringing you off the back of this? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know about that. We'll just see how she breaks in first, but the obvious too, you know, like I want to give her every opportunity being a captain treacherous and, um, you know, the obvious two trainers uh, everybody would know, but um, we'll just see how she breaks in first and make sure she paces. So I did have a captain treacherous before and it never paced. So <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we actually had his first start on the weekend. We actually sold it to Bianca Heenan and, he had his first start on the weekend, a horse called Captain DeMarlo, and he ran second to that Franco Pro Macho, and he, he went really good. But he's a four-year-old, so that just proves how long it's taken to get him to the track. And um, I'm sure he'll win a few races for um, Soss Heenan, who trains him. And, um, yeah, he, I was glad he went as good as what he did, to be honest. Out of a mare, Angela DeMarco, who won a few races, 10 races from 35, so it's pretty well bred. Yeah, we, we raced her. We raced her for a career, and we had... Three or four foals, and you can see who, what they're bred by, mate. We haven't had much chop. They haven't been much chop. Well, I think we went to some beach somewhere. Correct. One Captain one Treacherous. Yeah, McWicked and uh, Stay Hungry. McWicked, yeah, so we haven't had much luck with them, to be honest. So that's why we gave the mare away a couple of years ago. And um, Shane Hawes bred one from Stay Hungry. The Stay Hungry one, that was bred by Shane Hawes. But, um, yeah, well, it's bound to be a champion then. Yeah, well, that's what I said. It will be, mate. You know, just, I just haven't got enough patience. If they don't, the first two or three don't show much, well, goodbye. Someone else can um, take them on and show a bit more perseverance than myself. So the McWicked one's a three-year-old, is it? No, I think it's two. Two yeah, now. Yeah. But um, I'll just take... That's with Kent Ratra. I said, Kent, just take your time with it because the whole breed takes time and you know they're from that wrongly accused breed you know the Rubens plight and all that and oh, you know yeah, Jack yeah. Teller's in the family yeah it's a very good family from New Zealand we had a lot of the horses out of it to be oh, honest and um yeah yeah married to the mob yep mm-hmm. gross for gross gross misconduct was there one of the I think she might be the jam grand jam or something but yeah it's from a pretty good family mate but like some Kiwis they do take time and um sadly this mare was the same she was a late she didn't get the races to late three-year-old and and a pregnancy is the same, going to be the same, mate. So but, um, I wish all the, the people that have got them now all the best. Yeah, to the Jane Davies crew. I, I did see read something about that, but I can't recall who she bought it for. She bought one for uh, Mark Hanover and Gordon Banks. It might have been, even been them, was it? I think. I'm only I'm trying to pluck some memory there. Yeah, so well, best of luck, Jamie, going forward. Hopefully um, she sells the Captain Treacherous filly or... Uh, what what if someone wanted to buy into it, buy a share into her? If you can't sell her, would you be open to something like that? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, if if they were, you know, yeah, no, if it was the right mix, no worries, Toby. Be wouldn't be a problem, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. If anyone wants to get involved or is interested, just reach out to me and I'll uh, put you in contact with Jamie through one of his uh, many staff and uh, your PA or whoever. I'll be able to get him in contact with. All right, Jamie. Um, we've got your your carry. 
tips? Has you got any other news for me? Or we're actually done in no, time. We didn't, much have a, we didn't have a guest. So we might have to get Grace on no, next week. No, we, haven't, we haven't got a guest. So, yeah, we haven't, haven't got a guest, mate. So what's your big news, mate? You know, did that trip to Tasmania just get the um, the heart ticking a bit more and you actually finally proposed to the missus? No, 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 nothing, nothing like that. No, no, there'll be an announcement next week. There's uh, some, something's coming for me, so there'll be an announcement. I think next oh, week. Oh, that's, well, that's good, mate. Good people deserve good things to come their way. Who said it was good? But, um, <coughs> pardon? <laughs> I didn't say it was good. I just said there'll be an announcement next week. Oh, will there? Oh, well, no, that's all good. Well, there'll be a lot of people anticipating anticipating to see what the news is. But it was great to see Chris Alpha get his 8,000 winners last night. Is you know, that's one thing we've got to, you know, like, um, geez, he's been around a, a long, long time. And he actually drove probably the biggest win I've ever done, Toby. He drove our chain of command to to win the Menangle Cup. The Stan going Star back Race. The Stan Star Race. race. And it's, it's actually a still, still a world record. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't have many stand start races over a mile, but so <laughs> yeah. I am the owner of a world record pacer, to be honest. Um, and yeah, it's actually Puppet who who drove him for us, and you know, I still got the video of it, and you know, it was, it was a you know, it was a great day for us all, and and that's what really started myself and Barry Cooper to get heavily involved in harness racing. After that, when we we reached into our pockets and started buying a a lot of ex-Kiwis and, and more horses and breeding. And, um, yeah, so we've got happy memories with Chris, that's for sure. I think everyone has, has basically, if you've been in the game for a long period of time, you've crossed paths with him. Jamie, thank you so much, mate. We'll catch up again next week. We might get Grace mate. on if she wins a race. No, it'll be great, mate. No, good, good luck to young Grace. And, you know, this is what we need, young people coming through, mate. And um, just wish them a bit of success early because it'll keep them going for longer. Too right. Good on you, Jamie. Thanks, mate.